Okay. I had just started this and I was like five minutes in and then realized I wasn't recording on GarageBand. So just so you see my layout, I got this. I don't know why that's there. Uh, and then I got GarageBand where I'm recording on the audio. So just in case you don't watch this on YouTube, YouTube and you want to listen to it on audio, it's under those who wonder. But welcome back to episode two of Life Design. I'm your host, Stevenson. And what we're doing is applying the design thinking process. So we're taking a mode of thinking, a systematic approach to thinking, um, applying that or taking that in addition, start over, dude. (laughs) We are taking the design thinking model or process and connecting that to research on human habits and with my knowledge of developing curriculum I've created a course on how to design for your own personal life so this is the design thinking model there are others out there uh, generally a five-step process I don't know if this is going to be a five-step or a five-episode series or six episode not including the first one um But this is the process. Empathize, so you understand whoever your target audience is. You define what is the issue, what do they want, what do they need. Um, You come up with 100 ideas, that's figurative, and then pick your top five, so don't just come up with an idea. You develop a prototype, so say, okay, moving forward, this is what I'm going to try. You test it out, so you implement your prototype, you collect data, Um, doesn't literally have to be like numbers, and then figure out, does the prototype work? If it does, cool, keep moving forward. If it doesn't, then something needs to change. Then you figure out the problem, come up with new ideas. So like, let's say working out, you define like, I wanna get in better shape. You come up with, these are all the potential things I could do that's gonna get me in better shape. This week, this is what I'm going to try. At the end of the week, were you successful, number one, in implementing your prototype, and number two, is it successful in getting you towards being in better shape? So if you have this prototype and you try it out, I'll put that in quotations because at the end of the week, you recognize I was one for five, then something needs to be fixed. Because if you're not doing it, then you're not doing it. Then it's not doing anything. Like you can have all these ideas, but it's about the implementation of those ideas. That's part of the design thinking process. So you can come up with, and you can define like, I'm gonna get in better shape, okay? And you're like, I'm gonna run every day. Like, okay, are you? What is? What can you do that's going to increase the likelihood that you are going to run every day? And maybe running every day is not the best choice. So we're thinking about our thinking and it's a systematic approach um, rather than just like, yeah, I'm gonna get in better shape. And by the end of the year, I'm gonna be in better shape because that doesn't really mean anything. In this course, so we're now getting in the application. So if you missed last week's episode, I feel like I just butchered the the intro, but if you missed last week's episode, that was an introduction to design thinking. I just gave another 30 second recap about uh, on design thinking. We're now getting to the application. So this episode is the first step and that's empathize. Um, But before we do that, just, just to be thinking about what we're doing and why we're doing it. 
Design thinking is growth mindset. And growth mindset is, as opposed to fixed mindset, a growth mindset is that blank, anything can be improved. Um, now, things could get way better, like they could be improved if we're gonna go percentage. We could see a 90% improvement on, on something, <laughs> something that's bad, or anything could be 1% better, like the structure of my house, the layout of my house. I might not necessarily, I'm limited, right? I like I can tear down walls, but like the house is still the house. I can't just like knock it down and start new. Um, I mean, that would be a total shift, but I'm limited within the structure of what I'm working with. With that information and with that knowledge, I can still make it better. I can still improve my house, the layout of my house, the design of my house, even a single room, even just like a section of the room. Can that be better? Growth mindset would say anything can be better. Nothing is necessarily perfect. It could be very small, but things can be improved. Now, what we're going to do for this series is, for insert topic here, it's your life. Your life can be improved. I would like to think that we all would generally agree with that. Now, some people are like, heck yeah, my life is in shambles and it's going terribly. And like, I'm sorry to hear that. And some people are like, ah, I'm doing pretty well. Like, yeah, you're doing well. And like, there's this isn't a, your life is bad and needs to get better necessarily. Like maybe it is. And I'm sorry if that's the case. And hopefully this helps. And the, you know, this isn't like, let's focus on all the negative things. This is just having a growth mindset, like being excited about the process of improving ourselves. So this, I was thinking like, is this a self-help? This isn't necessarily self-help. This is self-improvement. This is the systematic approach to saying, okay, my life can be better. Now, how is that? And for you personally, last week I asked the question, what, gr what grade would you give yourself in life right now? A through F. I pop this up on TikTok and people people tend to when they respond I get like the average of a B or C which means like yeah like I'm I'm alive and I'm doing what I should be doing or at least what I need to be doing I'm not drowning I'm I'm happy you know or like some people are like yeah some people were saying that uh, I feel like all I do is work um, people were saying that I'm just chilling, just trying to get through this next stage. You know, like, no one said an A, which is interesting. Um, no one said an F, which is good. Because I think what tends to, at least when I propose this to my students, they tend to be like, oh, I'm an F. Like, oh, uh, no, you're not. Because, like, you showered <laughs> this week, you know? Like, you were not totally failing at life. I don't know if it's just, like, the existential dread that Gen Z tends to, seems like they're experiencing, or just being a teenager where like everything stinks, including them, and they have like anxiety and whatever else. If you start with an A, like, okay, what grade would you give yourself and how you're doing? Like start high, like, okay, um, well, I can't necessarily give myself an A because of blank. And like, if you start to reflect on your life, you should at least, if you spend like a little bit of time, you should be able to identify like, uh, 
I'm not the best husband. I'm not like being the best husband I could be. I'm not being the best brother I could be, the best friend I could be. I could do better at work, right? So like, and this is not to wreck ourselves and feel terrible about ourselves. This is just being honest. This is a moment of analysis and reflection. And what we're about to do is I'm going to give you two strategies that like homework, we'll call it, that you're gonna do for the week where you literally implement an analysis of your life. You break your life down. Um, So the goal is for us to get to the point of what would make your life better and what is preventing your life from being better and then acting upon that. But in order to improve something, and this is something that I tell my design thinking class, and this is like a mode of thought, and it goes back to Abraham Lincoln's quote, give me six hours to chop down a tree, I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. In order to improve something, you need to understand it first. You have to understand what it is. Like if you're gonna work on a car, and there's either two modes of thinking about that, either like fixing a car that's broken, or if you're designing a new car, you need to know what a car is. I think that makes sense. And to look at Abe's quote, time, and let's just say, I don't know how long this process will take for you. Ideally, this is a never ending process. So like what I'm trying to teach and the purpose I think of teaching, it's like the give a man a fish, teach a man to fish. I'm trying to teach you how to move forward in life with the ability to analyze your actions and then make conscious decisions to adjust. And the goal is for a trajectory that's upward. It could be barely, or it could be totally, like a total life shift, or just like I'm making little changes here and there. Like this is one thing I want to do. I want to be a better listener, right? Like what can I do, right? So it could be little things or it could be total, I'm cutting out sugar and I'm getting healthy. Before we start doing that, you need to understand and you need to analyze and reflect. So what we're designing for right now, and that's the empathize phase. Um, Did I miss it? What is your life? That's what we need to figure out. Before we jump in with an idea, because what tends to happen is people just jump right to the coming up with an idea, slow down. Like there's no rush. First, let's take time to understand what are you currently doing. Um, The first step of empathy in general design thinking is what is the user's experience like? So what do they do? How do they do it? And how do they feel about what they do? Um, In this instance, you are the user. So what do you do? And what's going well, what isn't going well? If you could change what you do, what would it be? What do you like about what you're doing? What's working well, what isn't? So what is your life? That's, (laughs) this is not supposed to be like an existential crisis type question of like, is this all a simulation? This is really, like if you're designing improvements for your life, then what is your life? Your life is one thing, right? It's you, but your life is made up of a million, let's say, or hundreds of thousands, or thousands of tiny little parts, tiny little things. So your life really consists of small actions. 
if we're going to think about it like this, life big picture is zero to however many years you live. Like that's your life. But let's bring it down to Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday just gets repeated. And what you do in these days, in these hours, in these sections or chapters, that really is what makes up your life. So that's what we're going to be analyzing. What do you do and when do you do it? There are two strategies or um, practices that I'm going to be introducing in this course for this episode that you are going to be doing for homework, as I said. Uh, It's the day in the life log and the life concept map. So I'm going to introduce two of these. If you are listening, I'm going to try to the best of my ability to explain this. Ideally, you're on YouTube where you can like see this. I'm going to be going through Google Drive to like show you how I make stuff. You can just use paper. If you like something else, whatever works for you. I'm just going to give like a general insight into like this is what I do. So, if you got a phone or a laptop and you use Google Drive, cool. Uh, if you just need paper, cool. Watch through this episode. You don't have to be doing like you don't have to literally be following along following along. Um, But this is the stuff you're going to be implementing. So a day in the life log. The objective of that is to gain insight into what you do throughout your day or week. So what you're going to be doing is tracking your actions, what you do and when you do it, literally. So and after the week, you're going to organize your typical day into sections. And it doesn't have to be exact doesn't have to be like every single step you take. You could just go with like 10 to. So I'm, I'm going to show an example in a moment. Um, and if there are chunks of time that are open and your actions vary, like give general actions. So like, I'll show you. This is an example of after a week, I did a general outline of what I do. So as you can see, I, from waking up, I would just say like, okay, 4.45, I wake up. Between 4.50 and five o'clock, I said hi to the dogs, I made coffee. Between five and 5.30, I get outside with the dogs, Um, right? So I I literally broke my life down into chunks. I wanna clarify something. This is supposed to be a like one-time thing this, you don't literally need to break your life down and to like have everything planned. This is not a planner. This is a log. This is analyzing. So I'm not, this isn't law to me. You know, like I shouldn't be, once I have this, if it's 545 and I, or 547 and I haven't started like brushing my teeth, I shouldn't be in a panic. This is just a general reflection of what I do. Okay, so like, cause for me, I'm not that detail oriented. And this, if this was like super structured, I would start to feel anxiety. And that's not the point. The point is to reflect. So wake up, either have like a little binder or a notepad, or you could do it on your phone, like notes. You can also download, um, on Google or the app, uh, Google Docs, and you could just like bullet point, just whatever you do, what is it, when is it? 
And then I'll go back to this. After the week, organize your typical day into sections. And it does not have to be exact. So go with like 10 to. So an example of that, like 345, I get home at like 345 from work. I notice that like, okay, from 345 to about 415, I tend to like, my wife and I, Kendra, we tend to get out with the dogs around 415. I don't know, from 345 to 415, I might, uh, I might watch YouTube, I might do music, I might just sit and talk. So like, those are all different things, but like the big picture general is I'm just relaxing. So that chunk, I'm relaxing. Cause I could like list everything, like I relax with Kendra, AKA, you know, like and list all that, like it's not necessary. Um, and it doesn't have to be exact. So if let's say on like Wednesday, I didn't relax, I actually like did the dishes. Like, okay, but what do you tend to do? Through the week, what do you generally tend to do? Break your day, break your week down or your day down into chunks and like chapters. So I am starting to think about from waking up to going to bed, what is it that I actually do? And I'm breaking it into sections. So I have like my morning, so bam to bam, from waking up to leaving for work, what do I do? The commute, obviously, my work day, what do I do? Now, like, you could even, you could dive even deeper. So, like, I have about 75 minutes of my planning period. I just put in planning. I could break down even further, like, start to take notes, like, well, what do I tend to do for planning? So, like, when planning period starts and this is just me personally but like you could think about like breaking your work day into chunks so like i have work day and i have like i'm a teacher so like my day is literally structured by a bell um you might need to be more precise and then in that chunk what are the actions that you do within like my planning period so like i start by blank and then i do blank 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 however detailed you want to be um that's what you should do so i have my work day I commute home and then I broke between getting home and going to bed, I broke that down into two chunks, the afternoon and the evening. So evening starts around six for me with just like we make, we've made dinner and then we're eating dinner and we essentially just relax until we go to bed. Relaxing could be watching TV, it could be reading, it could be music, whatever. Between six and nine, that's my like leisure time. What you're then going to do, and this is, so this is, I'm just introducing this to you, and then what you should do is throughout this week, write down the things you do, and then take that data and then organize it into the log. Um, just so I can show you how to do it on the Google Doc, if you click insert and then table, you'll notice, like let's say this, you can do like morning and then go down and then like type out. So like I use table to create a log. Um, if you don't wanna use that, you could just use Word and just do bolted points, like whatever works for you. If you wanna write it down on a piece of paper, whatever works for you. But this is a structured format of what I tend to do every day. And again, if you think about it, if I do it every day, Every weekday, that's five-sevenths of my life. That's pretty. That's most of my life. So this is my life. This is what I do with my life. 
And I don't know if that's like a bummer to think about sometimes, like, geez, like this is my life. Yeah, that's the reality, right? Like, don't sugarcoat this too. Like, that's another key thing. Don't, don't make it like the dopest week of your life. Like you went out and did everything and then you like do this log, you're like, yo, my life, like that was a fun week. This is my life. Like, no, it's not. Like, be honest, just be normal and track it. That's kind of the point, right? Because like, in order to improve something, you have to understand it first. Like, this is what I do. So now I can like step back because it's, it's difficult when we are in the day and like you're on the ground and you are just living. Like it's difficult to look overhead and get the big picture of your actions. This helps. So track your days. And if you want to separate it, um, weekdays, weekends, you can have another log for your typical weekend. So like Saturday, Sunday, that's totally up to you. Um, it all depends on really what you're trying to improve. The next thing you need to do is go back through your log. So this is when the week is over. And if you want to spend multiple weeks on this, cool. There's no rush. I'm going to be posting up a video every week, but like you're doing your own thing, whatever works for you. Go back through and categorize your actions from needs, shoulds, and wants. So needs is like you literally need to do this. Now, if we're going with like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the only thing you need to do is sleep and eat and breathe. But like, I need to go to work. Like, I, I know I don't need to need to like literally because like I can go through the city and just like eat from dumpsters, dumpsters, but like, be realistic. Like, what do you need to do as an adult? Like, I, I have to do this, right? Um, what should you do? So it's not necessarily like a need, but a responsible person would do this. And I'm going to show you examples in a moment. Um, and then you can reflect on your own and then wants it's not necessary, but if you had free time, like on a Saturday, and like, what do you want to do? If you have the three hour chunk, right? Like, this is what I'm choosing to do with my free time. Um, here's an example. I color coded, so for those that are just listening on the podcast, needs, I highlighted red, wants, or should, sorry, I highlighted yellow, and wants, I highlighted green. And this is, we are not getting at the point where we're improving things. We're just understanding things. So you're trying to essentially, and this is like teetering into define, but you're just trying to figure out what do you do and then like categorize. This is what I need to be doing. This is what I should be doing. This is what I want to be doing. And then you can, you can also look at your day and recognize like, okay, this is the time in which I get to do what I want. And how much is that? Because if we're being honest with ourselves, you the goal is, a good design is, I'm getting everything that I need and should done, and then I have space for what I want. And what do I want? That's, that's what we need to be thinking about. What do I want, right? Maybe you could, like your shoulds go out, go in with that. Like I should work out. That's up to you to figure out. But like good design is, if this was a bad design, let me, let me just give an example of that. I would disregard all responsibility and just be like, well, I just want to chill and make music all day. 
Like, well, eventually the bills are gonna show up and eventually I have to feed myself. So that's not a reality. That's not good design. That's not effective. So good design is I'm checking off everything I need and should do and I have space for what I want. Because did you live a good life? Or did I just constantly, and again, this could come down to privilege as well. I'm sure there's an aspect of that. But did all I do was just check things off the list of all these responsibilities that I have. And how many of these responsibilities are necessary? How many of these are actually making my life worse? So like, do I literally need to do this? Like, can I remove this from my life? These are things we're gonna be thinking about. But anyway, go back through your log, identify what's a need, what do you need to do, what should you do, what do you want to do? Okay, that's phase one. That is the day in the life log. Just to go back through, track your actions, what do you do, when do you do it, and then after a week, organize your typical day into sections. The next thing you're gonna be doing, once you have the log done, you're gonna be making a concept map, a life map, we're gonna call it. In design thinking, we call them concept maps, but it's essentially just a layout of the topic. So like, uh, I have an example, um, for like school, like if we're designing or improving school, you put school in the middle and then ask yourself, like what are the different things that make up school? Again, because if you're trying to improve something, you need to understand what it actually is. So school is one thing, but it's made up of a bunch of different things. The same is true of your life. There's you, but there's different aspects of your life. So you have listed what you do throughout the day um, what you do throughout the day is your life. You are then going to create a concept map concept map of your life by dividing your life into categories. I have four that I th think of. If you can think of others or if some of these don't relate to you, um, like if maybe not career, but rather school, but school could be career. Whatever works for you. Divide your life into categories. So my four are career, health, hobbies, and relationships. Those are the four general things that make up my life. What I do for work, ideally it's a career. My health, and we're gonna talk about like subcategories. Um, my leisure time, and like what I do that's not, with my time that's not work. Um, and then my relationships, so the people in my life. And then I'm gonna show you an example uh, and again, if you're podcast, I'll try to explain one to you. You're going to break that down into subcategories of the things, actions, or people that make up the larger category. So this is the example that I have. Totally, however detailed you want to get with this, that's entirely up to you. But you're going to be, and we're going to be doing stuff with this. So after you have tracked your daily existence to the week, to the month, you're then going to lay it out across space. Because I had said before, um, it's easy to get stuck on ground level, but we need to at times take a step back and like just lay out like, this is my life. These are all of the things that make up my life. And if it's organized, I can make more sense of it. So the concept map is just a way for us to organize the different aspects or categories slash subcategories of our lives. Uh, I mean, look at, looking at career, my organization, my classroom management, lesson planning, 
And then if you look at lesson planning, I have like lectures, projects and assessments, activities, um, grading. You could do like homework. I could do like literally the system. So like I have uh, little shelves or whatever, you know, like those are the things that I do for grading. Professional development, what am I doing? I use TikTok because I do treat TikTok as like part of my career because it's a teacher account. Um, health, I broke it down. So that's the category. Then the subcategory is like my spiritual health, my fitness, my mental health, and then my dieting. And then if you look at fitness, I have like cardio, strength, flexibility. And then under cardio, I have like the things I do, running, skating, I could say swimming, but I don't. So I'm not going, because like I could lie to myself and be like, well, I swim. But then if I look back at like my day in the life log, I never swim, right? So like, that's not a part of my life. If there is anything that gets, like if I in every other week run once, just put running in there. Like you do it, you know, it's a part of your life. So don't lie to yourself. Like I don't swim. I'd like to, I wish I swam. I can swim, but like, I don't do it for fitness. So like, I'm not going to lie to myself. Strength, upper, lower body, flexibility. I do a routine before bed or literally yoga, mental health, meditation, journal, diet. For hobbies or leisure, what do you do with your free time? And again, it could be, you don't do it often, but if you do do it, just throw it in there. Relationships, I broke it down to uh, my family that includes like my wife and then my in-laws, my parents, my brother, and then like being an uncle. Uh, my friends, I have my college friends, um, my work friends, my Harrisburg friends, that's where I live, and then my friends from Jersey, that's where I'm from. And then like work relationships, so students, coworkers, so like those who are not friends, but like still are part of my life. This is going to be helpful, I guarantee it. You should do this at the end of the week or once you've set up your day in the life log. If there are things that are a part of your life that did not meet the day in the life log, like for instance, let's say it's winter and you do things in the summer, that's okay. Zoom out even further and just think about your life. And find a way to place all aspects of your life, or try to, in the concept map or your life map. As in, when I at like when I say, "What is your life?" or "What is my life?" I can look at this life map, and be like, "Yeah, this is it. This is everything, every aspect of my life here. This is what makes up me." You might be, be depressed by it, or you might be like, yeah, hey, you know what, that's, that's a lot. Because you can't, you can't do everything, right? Like maybe travel for, I don't know, that could be like another category. And that's, I'm just showing you ideas. You make sense, make sense of what works for you. This is like one of my beef with students, with my students. They always are trying to have me tell them what to do and then any decision they make they're like is this good is this right and i'm just like well what's the objective like what do you want to be doing right now you want to be understanding the aspects and what makes up your life so if let's say like you're gonna add a travel category add a travel category i don't like 
what makes sense for you. I would do this on paper, uh, but just so you can see on the Google Drive. So if you have a Gmail, you have the Google Drive. And as you can see, I'm gonna be pulling up other stuff and I'm not showing too much. Just, I have another folder where I throw things in. Um, if you click more, you'll see Jamboard, drawings. The life map that I'm showing you, if you're watching on YouTube, excuse me, is Google drawing. I don't really like it. I would use a piece of paper. I would not use this. I'm only doing this so I can show you guys, but when I do, when I did this, I do, I do it with a pencil and I do it on paper. So, what you should do, what, let's call it homework, yeah? This is the end of the episode, right? So this is me just talking. The episodes are me explaining things and then you applying things. I would love for ideas, questions. I'll, if you look back at the other video, I've had people comment and I try to comment as quick as possible. I'm, there's like 50 people following me. So like, I'm not <laughs> like, I'm not swamped yet. Um, yet, who knows if I will, I don't, if this is helpful for you, tell some other people. And I don't do this for, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm passionate about. I'm not doing this for like clout. I'll just briefly, just like a 30 second pitch about myself. The only reason why I'm excited about like TikTok and having at this point, like almost 80,000 followers, I just want more of an opportunity to make a difference, right? I, that's all I want. That's all I really care about. I want, I want to help. And this is a way for me that I've realized like I can help with this. So this isn't about clout or fame or celebrity or money. This is about another opportunity to help people. So like if this is working for you and think this is cool, tell a friend, that'd be awesome. That's not part of the homework. That's not part of your to-do list. Your to-do list is to log your day, try to do at least three days, but like maybe just the whole week. There's no rush. Organize your day into chapters, categorize um, your actions into needs, shoulds, and wants. Just be like, it's not science. Like, do you need to do it? Like, I need to wake up. I need to drive to work. I should brush my teeth. I don't need to brush my teeth. I should brush my teeth. So like, use your, use, <laughs> just think. I, I want to say use your brain. I feel like I'm so conditioned from like students being like, is this right? It's like, does it make sense? Then do it. Um, and then you're going to create a life map. Try to be as detailed as possible with your life and try to be honest for the log and for the life map. Like don't make the dopest week of your life and just be like, well, I feel great about myself. Like that's just ego and that's you lying to yourself. There's no point. Like if you're trying to grow, then you need to be honest with yourself and like recognize what's going well, what isn't, what do you really do? And like that could also include negative things too. Uh, what do you not do? Like working out could be one. That's an easy one. Next week, just so you get a little bit of insight into where we're going with this, we're going to reflect on what we do and why we do it. So now we're going to start to, it's the define phase. So we're going to start to um, understand and we've empathized with ourselves on what we do. And now we're going to think about like, okay, define this. Like, why do I do this? How much of a priority is this to me? 
And then we're gonna analyze how am I doing at blank? How am I doing at lesson planning, being a husband, kayaking, fishing, like my hobbies? We're gonna give ourselves grades for each. So I said before, like you get a grade A through F of your whole life. We're gonna go through the concept map and like, okay, I'm gonna give myself a D for this, an A for this, like what is, what's going well, what's not going well. And then we're gonna ask ourselves like, what's important to me? That's for next week. This week, log your day, understand yourself. That's it. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed yourselves. Again, if you want, tell people about it. I would. I love comments. I love hearing what's going well. If you have um, feedback, I love to hear feedback. If this camera angle is also not flattering to my face, maybe I'm just ugly or I feel like it's better than up there. I've, my forehead was huge. That's just ego too of like, ew, I don't look good. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, sorry that this isn't super flashy. Maybe you enjoy that. Um, subscribe if you enjoyed this. And I'll see you guys next week. Adios. Well, now I got to get out of this. So maybe I'll just keep talking. Um, what would be, I have a like fake homeworks for my students. Like because it was Earth Day on Friday. I was like, it's Earth Weekend. So your homework is to get outside and get dirt under your fingernails. Um, maybe for this week, do something new that you didn't do last week. Something different. Just one thing. We'll call that homework. That's barely homework. Dude, I can't get out of this. There we go. Um, do something new that you didn't do last week. We'll call that homework. We'll check in next week. Adios, y'all.